to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. Thank you for being here with me as always. We are talking about a topic that is definitely an unpopular opinion if, of what of my stance on it, um, but I'm excited to talk about it because there's so much talk out in the fertility space about organ meats and loading up on liver and beef liver and all this stuff to improve your fertility. And I want to talk about why that's recommended because obviously there's always some truth to everything and then why I personally don't recommend it. And obviously, if you've been here for a minute, for a minute you know the vibe around here. Take what resonates with you, leave what doesn't. If you are a huge organ meat Eater and you're loving it and it's working for you, you do you. But I want to talk to you about the other side of it and, and my stance on it. Okay. So my opinion is that organ meats are not required to get pregnant. Well, that's not an opinion. That's a fact because I obviously am plant-based. There's many people who are plant-based who have gotten pregnant. I have never eaten organ meats in my life. I'm having a strong and thriving pregnancy. At the time that I'm recording this, I am 20 weeks pregnant. Um, so I'll be a little bit more, I'm a little more than halfway at the time that you're listening to this, which is insane. My blood work numbers are always good. Like we're going to get into all of that. So it is 100% not a requirement to getting pregnant. And sometimes there's so much talk around, oh, you have to have organ meats, you have to have liver, you have to have all this stuff. And it's like, no, you freaking don't. But of course, the reason why people are talking a lot about organ meats for fertility specifically is because there's a lot of nutrients and minerals in organ meats. Yes, that of course is true. And we're going to talk about the nutrients that are like forefront that they're, that they say are in that, that they say are in that are actually in organ meats. That's why they are require, are recommending it for fertility, like mainly B12, iron, vitamin A, vitamin K, zinc, selenium, all of that. Okay. So yes, those nutrients and minerals are in organ meats. But the question that I want to ask you is, what else is coming with those nutrients? What else is in that meat, in that organ meat that you are also accumulating, that you're also consuming? Okay. Because the liver, right? Because a lot of organ meats, liver is an organ. That's one of the main ones that are recommended for fertility. Our liver, and just like animals' livers, detoxify, which we talk about all the time, which is why it's such an important organ to focus on for your hormone health. But just like our liver, animals' livers detoxify metabolic waste, chemicals, toxins, medications, hormones, environmental toxins, all of that stuff, right? So when you're eating liver, or honestly any animal part for that matter... It comes with some toxicity just from the nature of what it is, right? That just is what it is. And on top of just the toxicity and the um, accumulation of toxins and heavy metals and stuff like that that are found in flesh and in animal meats and specifically in organs, it also comes with arachidonic acid. And if you don't know what arachidonic acid is, this is found in largely in organs of animals. So specifically, if you're talking about eating organ meats for fertility, there's a higher amount of arachidonic acid in organs. It's in any animal product though. Um, and it's a 
polyunsaturated fat and omega-6 fat that is inflammatory in nature. It has been linked to increased cholesterol and blood pressure, and it's inflammatory. And like we talk about a lot on this podcast, inflammation is a major root cause of all hormonal imbalances. PCOS, one of the root causes of PCOS is inflammation. Um, uh, endometriosis is an inflammatory disorder. So inflammation is not just for hormonal purposes, but for autoimmune disease, for your overall health and wellness. We always want to make sure that we are doing everything we can to reduce our inflammation. And having high quantities of arachidonic acid is going to be increasing those inflammation levels. So this is one of my major issues with having a high amount of meat in general, but organ meats for fertility, because especially if you're someone who already struggles with inflammation, again, like I said, if you have PCOS and that's presenting like any digestive issues, joint pain, fatigue, um, the excess facial hair growth, irregular periods, if you have painful periods, endometriosis, all of this, these are things that you don't want to be adding more fuel to the fire. You don't want to be adding more inflammation to already having inflammation in your body without even adding more arachidonic acid to it. So this is one of my major issues with saying that we should load up on organ meats for fertility purposes. And if you think about it, like what a standard animal in the meat industry comes across, right? Of course, there are farmers that are taking such good care of their animals. Like I'm not negating that. But if we're talking about like the mass produced animals in the United States specifically, obviously other parts of the world too, but mostly in the United States, what they come across in the environment, right? Because they're living out in the environment. So what are they coming across? What are they fed? Most of them are fed GMO soy and corn and how they live, right? In crowded environments, which they're given antibiotics to avoid infection from their horrible living conditions. So you're consuming part of that by eating their organs. And yes, of course, I know someone's like, yeah, but I'm just getting organic and grass fed. Of course, that's better. You're still, you're avoiding the GMO, the antibiotics and hormones, which is way better for sure. But at the end of the day, it's still an organ and it's still a part of the animal that processes a lot of shit and accumulates in some way toxins and heavy metals. And it still, no matter what organic or not, has that arachidonic acid, which is inflammatory. And like I said, if eating organ meats is your thing and it's working for you, your fertility is on point, you're getting pregnant, you're feeling amazing, like all the things you do you, I'm never going to tell you what you have to do and all this stuff. Like it's your body, your decision. But I know for a really long time, like before I was really into this world, I was always seeing stuff about organ meats and it made me feel like I had to do that in order to get pregnant. And it's just simply not true. And I just want you to know it's not a requirement. Again, plant-based PCOS pregnancy right over here. Okay. Living, breathing proof of it. Okay. So we are talking about inflammation a little bit in this podcast, and I want to make sure that you knew about a product that I used for years prior to being pregnant that really supported my inflammation levels with PCOS. It also really helps with anxiety and stress. It is CBD. Obviously, you've, I'm sure you've heard of CBD, but not all CBD brands are created equal. You already know this. I'm obsessed with making sure that I'm taking quality supplementation, the stuff I'm putting on my body, in my body, is as high quality as possible. So that's why I'm obsessed with my soul CBD. They're organically farmed, third-party tested, zero THC. They are such an amazing company. They like actually care about their community as well. So if you are someone who 
maybe it thinks that they have inflammation like going on. If you have PCOS, if endometriosis, if your period is irregular or you have painful periods or you're struggling with weight loss resistance or you have facial hair growth or acne or digestive issues, joint pain, um, all these things could point back to inflammation. I highly recommend their Soul CBD drops. They have different milligrams. You could do the 500 milligrams, 1,000 milligrams, 1,500 milligrams. I always was middle of the road, the 1,000 milligrams. I would take a half a dropper in the morning, half a dropper at night. Their flavors are literally insane. All of them are so good. I love the raspberry lemonade one. Their mango one is amazing or pineapple mango. It's so good. Um, so highly recommend that. This is not really recommended during pregnancy. I have not been taking it since pregnant. You could always talk to your um, healthcare provider if you are pregnant and you're interested in taking it. There isn't any THC in it, but there's just not many, uh, a lot of research with CBD in pregnancy. So I'm personally not taking it now, but I did take it for a really long time. Um, they also have gummies that are awesome that my husband takes that really helps with anxiety. There's so many awesome products in there. They have a rapid relief cream that if you are someone who struggles with cramps, obviously it's most important to take proper supplementation to get down to the root cause. All things I teach you in the Mind Your Hormones Method. So if that is you, check the show notes for the Mind Your Hormones Method. But on top of that, if you're in pain right now, I recommend the Rapid Relief Cream. It's so awesome. You can put it right on your stomach. It's good if you just have any neck pain, back pain. My husband uses it all the time too. Um, So those are the products I recommend for inflammation, for anxiety, stress, all the things. Check the show notes. Of course, you get a code with, of course, you get a discount with code Corinne15. C-O-R-I-N-N-E 15 and you get 15% off any item in their store, which is amazing. If you have any questions at all, just let me know. I'll be happy to support you and point you in the right direction. And the thing is that there are so many other ways that you could get in the same nutrients that you could get from these organ meats without all the other things that come with those organ meats. So again, like I said in the beginning, the nutrients that they promote and why it's really beneficial, they're saying for... Um, for fertility is the B12 content, the iron, the vitamin A, the vitamin K, zinc, selenium. You can get these nutrients in so many other ways. So I'm going to break down other ways that we could get all these nutrients. Number one, obviously high quality supplementation. I mean, I talk about supplementation all the time because it is a huge part of my philosophy. It is so freaking needed. And regardless if you are eating organ meats or not, if you are trying to improve your fertility or your cycle or your health in any way, you're going to be taking a high quality, hopefully high quality supplementation anyway that should have this B12 in it or, you know, all these other nutrients that they're talking about. Obviously, that's not enough. Of course, we want to eat foods that have those nutrients as well. But number one is high quality supplementation. My B12 and iron as a plant-based person, I've been plant-based since 2000. I've been vegetarian since 2014, fully vegan since, or I'll say plant-based because I'll have honey, um, since 2000, uh, 16. So what, what are we in? 2023, seven years. Okay. I'm not a mathematician. So for seven years, but my B12 and iron levels, when they tested that, I specifically asked them, I want a full comprehensive blood work when I got pregnant. Um, I don't remember how many weeks I was when I got this blood work done, maybe like 10 weeks, 11 weeks, something like that. My B12 levels were perfect. My iron levels were on point, not just in the normal ranges. They were optimal ranges. Okay. No meat required. So that of course is because of my high quality supplementation 
I have been taking the needed prenatal as well as other supplements, of course, um, since uh, six months before we started trying. So I'll put supplement information in the show notes for you. Okay. So that's number one, high quality supplementation for nutrient density. Number two, iron rich foods, right? You don't, you, a meat is not the only place you get iron. Like I said, I have awesome iron, optimal iron levels, and I don't eat meat. The reason why people say this is because the plant-based sources are not as quote unquote absorbable. However, you just have to pair them in a, in a way that actually helps you absorb them. So for example, beans are one of the highest sources of iron that you could possibly have, specifically chickpeas, lentils, black beans, having these beans every day, having beans every day, not only, and this is the other part, not only does it have iron in it, but it has so many other micronutrients and protein and calcium. And it's just, it's so, 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 so amazing for you. So in order to increase the iron absorption from iron rich foods, like like beans, also kale, dark leafy greens, these are other high sources of iron, is to pair them with vitamin C. And I don't mean a vitamin C supplement, I mean vitamin C rich foods to increase that absorption. So when you're having beans, when you're having kale, I always will sprinkle or sprinkle, squeeze um, organic lemon on it, like from an organic lemon, squeeze it on there because a lemon is really high in vitamin C and that vitamin C helps your body actually absorb the iron. Bell peppers are really high in vitamin C, Broccoli is high in vitamin C. So just like being conscious of pairing these things together is an easy way to increase your iron absorption. And I've never had an issue with iron. Obviously, I've never taken an iron supplement until um, pregnancy. So now I am taking one, again, with through Needed, the company. I'll put all the information in the show notes because so much more blood supply, you need so much more iron. So now I am taking that. But again, even if you're eating meat, you are still going to be taking iron when you are pregnant. So it's just like, what are we doing? Okay, so that's number two. Um, number three, vitamin K. Vitamin K is one of the um, nutrients they promote in organ meats. This is such an easy nutrient to get in dark leafy greens and cruciferous vegetables. And again, it's just like, there's so many benefits, not only does it have the vitamin K? Not only does it have antioxidants and micronutrients, it has fiber, which animal products do not have. And fiber feeds the good bacteria in your gut. It helps grab onto excess hormones and toxins and all everything that you, metabolic waste, all of it that you come in contact with and helps you get it out of the body. It improves your poop. It, it's so freaking important. So these also have fiber, which is so amazing. And cruciferous vegetables also are really amazing for your liver, for your, your personal liver, for helping detoxify them. So there's just like so many benefits to all these foods on top of having having these nutrients that are found in organ meats. So that's vitamin K. Vitamin A is the fourth one. Um, that's found in high amounts in a lot of orange foods. So sweet potatoes, squashes, mangoes, carrots, so easy to get. Okay, It's so easy to get. You don't have to have organ meats for it. And like I said, all of these foods also have antioxidants, fiber, micronutrients, and most of them have protein. Um, and zinc and selenium were the other ones. This, again, should be in your um, multivitamin or in your prenatal if it is high quality. Of course, the needed one does have that. And then selenium from a food source is also found in uh, Brazil nuts in high quality, but you high quantities. You also don't want, want too much selenium um, because that could affect your thyroid if it's not in proper um, ratio to iodine. That's a whole other conversation. However, the point of this is all of these plant foods 
have all of these nutrients that are in organ meats, plus they have fiber, plus they have antioxidants, plus they have all these other micronutrients, plus they have calcium, and they make you feel really good. They feed your gut bacteria. Like the, the benefits are endless. The list is endless and endless and endless. So if you are someone, whether you're trying to conceive now, <clears throat> whether you want to try and conceive in the future, whether you're like, Corinne, I don't want kids ever. I'm just listening to this episode. This is beneficial for you. And I always recommend increasing your amount of plant foods, no matter where you're at in your journey, no matter what you're hormone imbalance is. Obviously it does. It's not a cure all. There's so many other things that go into it, the way that you're pairing the foods, like all of that. But in general, I'm going to give you three ideas of how you can start incorporating plant foods that have these nutrients that are in organ meats to support your fertility, to support your cycle, to support your overall health, to support your energy levels, to support uh, preventing disease, to lower your inflammation, like all of the things. Okay. So number one idea is just having dark leafy greens daily. Super, super easy. Kale, spinach, um, Swiss chard, rainbow chard, um, collard greens, like whichever ones on, you could put them on rotation, whatever it is, obviously organic. You could have them in soups. You could put them in smoothies. You could just saute it with whatever you're cooking. Um, literally just having dark leafy greens every single day is amazing way to make sure that you're getting all of these nutrients that we're talking about. Okay. So that's idea number one. Number two is starting your meal with a salad and you could mix it up. Again, that salad could have the dark leafy greens in it. You could put some carrots on it. You could throw some beans on there. You could put some broccoli in it, whatever. It's just a really awesome way to get some, um, greens in some more fiber, some of these nutrients that we're talking about. Another idea is having beans daily. I highly, highly, highly recommend this, not only for the iron, for the micronutrients, for the protein, for all of that. It's so important for your liver because it's a form of soluble fiber. I have a whole episode on beans and soluble fiber, so I'm not going to go into it right now, but I'll link that, link that episode below. But it is one of the best things you could do for your hormones, for your skin, for your period, for your fertility, for all of it. Okay. So having beans daily. Um, and then another one that I just thought of for the vitamin A content is just like getting root vegetables for the week, chopping them up, roasting them. You have them for the week. You could throw them in a saute. You could throw them, you could have them in a soup. You could just have them um, in like a quinoa stir fry, something like that. Like there's so many different ways to get it in. So just pick one of these ideas. Honestly, I would start with the beans daily. Um, you could swap a meat meal for beans. If you're like used to having, I don't know, like uh, I don't even uh, like a salad with grilled chicken on it, take the grilled chicken off, throw lentils on there or black beans or chickpeas. Like that's such an easy swap and it's going to give you so many more benefits for every single part of your health. So I hope that this episode resonated with you. I would love to hear what your feedback is on this. I just always want to bring you, of course, what has worked so well for me and my clients, my you know personal and professional experience with this, another way to think about it because I know that there's so much talk around organ meats. I'm like, I need to talk about this because I see so many people talking about it and I have to talk about the other side of it. So let me know what you think about it. Obviously, you do you. You know how we roll around here. Come DM me at Angel. I want to hear what's going on in your world. There's so many new listeners. I'm just obsessed with this platform. Um, if this resonated with you, it really helps the show grow. If you share it with a friend, um, that's literally how the show is growing by you sharing it, by you leaving reviews, because that way when people are searching for stuff, it comes up as a related podcast. So it's like, ugh, it's just so amazing. So I'm so grateful for you. I hope you love this episode. I appreciate you so much for being here and I will talk to you soon.
Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.